Chapter 24 of Book of the Foundations. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Anne Boulay. Book of the Foundations by St. Teresa of Avila. Translated by the Reverend John Dalton. Chapter 24. No one could imagine that in so wealthy and populous a city as Seville, I should have had more trouble and difficulty in founding a house than in all the other places I have been to. And so much trouble had I, that sometimes I thought it was not fit we should have a monastery in that city. I know not if it be the same part of the world which I have heard speak of, where the devils, by the permission of God, have more power to tempt men, for here they assailed me so dreadfully, that during all my life I never knew myself to be so pusillanimous and so cowardly as I was in Seville. Sometimes I really was not myself. The confidence, however, which I was accustomed to place in our Lord, never deserted me. But my nature was so different from what it used to be in such matters, that I plainly perceived our Lord had withdrawn his hand from me, in order that being left to myself, I might be convinced that whatever courage I once had was not my own. Having remained there from the time I mentioned till a little before Lent, I had no thought of buying a house, neither had I any money for this purpose, nor any one to give security, as I found in other places. They who had said a great deal to the apostolic commissary, desiring him to send some nuns, for several ladies wished to enter the order, afterwards did not appear being kept back by the rigor of our life. Only one was admitted, of whom I shall say more hereafter. The time was also now at hand, when I should be commanded to return to Castile from Adelusia, to settle some other affairs there. I was exceedingly troubled at the thought of leaving the nuns without a house, although I perceived I was doing nothing there, because the favor which God in such cases used to bestow, of having someone to assist me in these undertakings, here failed me. At this time it pleased God that a brother of mine came from the Indies, where he had been more than four and thirty years. His name was Lorenzo de Cepeda. He was more grieved than myself in seeing the nuns without a house of their own. He was of great assistance to us, especially in the purchasing of the house in which they now dwell. But I was continually beseeching our Lord not to send me away without having first procured them a house, and I told the sisters to make the same request, recommending themselves to the glorious St. Joseph. And we had many processions, and offered up many prayers to Our Lady. On this account, and seeing my brother determined to help us, I began negotiating about purchasing some houses. But when the agreement was all but concluded, everything was undone again. Being one day in prayer, beseeching our Lord, since these were his spouses, earnestly desirous of pleasing him, he would give them a house. He said, I have already heard you, leave the matter to me. Hearing these words, I was extremely glad, thinking I had a house already, and so it was. His divine majesty prevented us from purchasing one which all the sisters liked, because it was in a good situation, though so old and so badly built, that the site was purchased for less money than the house cost which they now inhabit. The business being already agreed on, and nothing wanted except the deeds being made out, 
I was nevertheless not satisfied in the matter, for I thought it did not agree with the last words I had heard in prayer, for these implied that he would give us a good house. But it so pleased our Lord, that he who sold the house, though a considerable gainer by the contract, put a stop to the drawing up of the deeds, when the business was almost finished, and so we were able, without any fault on our side, to break off the agreement, which was a great favor of our Lord, for the whole life of those who were there would have been spent in repairing the house, besides being greatly troubled, and having nothing to put the place in order. The principal cause of our good fortune was a priest, a servant of God, who almost as soon as we came here, when he heard that we had no mass, came every day to say it for us, though living at a great distance from our house, and when the heat was excessive. His name was Garcia Alvarez, a person very virtuous, and esteemed in the city for his good works, which he was continually performing. Had he been rich, we should have wanted nothing. He knew well what kind of house it was, and therefore it appeared to him very foolish to give so much for it, and he told us so every day, and endeavored to induce us to say nothing more on the subject. He and my brother went to see that in which we now live, and came back so pleased with it, and for good reasons, since our Lord so willed it, that in two or three days the writings were drawn up. We suffered a great deal in passing to this house, for he who lived in it was not willing to leave it, and the Franciscan friars, living near it, came immediately to require us not on any account to go to that house. We should praise God, that as the writings were not finally made up, the agreement might be broken off, for we were in danger of paying six thousand ducats, which the house cost, without being able to obtain possession. The prioress did not wish us to leave it, but besought God that the agreement might not be broken. For our Lord gave her greater faith and courage than to me, in that which related to this house, and in everything else also, she being much better than I am. We continued about a month in this trouble, but it pleased God that one night the prioress, myself, and two more nuns, removed there to take possession, without the friars knowing it, but we were in great fear. Those who accompanied us said, that all the shadows they saw appear to them friars. At break of day, the good father Garcia Alvarez, who had come with us, said the first mass in the house, and so we were out of fear. Oh, Jesus, how many fears have I had in taking possession! I consider how, if with no bad intention, but rather acting in the service of God, one feels so much fear, what must those persons feel who act in opposition both to God and their neighbor? I know not what advantage they can gain, nor what pleasure they can seek, when they have such a counterpoise. My brother was not present, being absent on account of some error in the deeds, which having been drawn up in great haste, is no wonder. And besides, it was an injury to the monastery, and as he was a security, they wished to send him to prison, and this would have troubled us much, he being a stranger. But we were molested till he laid down some property on which they could take security. Afterwards the business went on well, though sometimes we had a few lawsuits. We remained shut up in some rooms below, and my brother remained all the day with the workmen, and provided us food, as he had done for some time before. 
for as every one did not know there was a monastery because we lived in a private house we received few alms except from a holy old man who was prior of the carthusians called de las cuevas he was a great servant of god and was born at avila of the family of the pantojas our father had made him very kind to us from the time we came here till now and i believe he will continue to do us good in every kind of way till the day of his death it is just therefore sisters that you should recommend to god one who has so greatly assisted us if you should read these words and whoever else living or dead has helped us for on this account i mention them here to this holy man we are greatly indebted we remained thus about a month as far as i remember for in counting days i have a bad memory and thus i am liable to mistakes always understand a little more or less in this respect it matters nothing during this month my brother labored hard in converting some rooms into a church and preparing everything else so that we had nothing to do when all this business was finished i wished the most blessed sacrament to be exposed without noise being unwilling to give offence where it could be avoided and so i told father garcia alvarez he spoke on the subject to the father prior of the carthusians who had it been their own affair could not have exerted themselves more than they did for us they thought in order that the monastery might be more known in seville that it would be well to have the most blessed sacrament exposed with all due solemnity and accordingly they went to consult the archbishop they agreed that the most blessed sacrament should be taken from some parish with great pomp to our chapel the archbishop commanding all the clergy to attend as well as some confraternities and that the streets should be adorned with tapestry good garcia alvarez adorned our cloisters which as i have said then served as a street and also the church erecting many beautiful altars and planning curious devices among them was a fountain of orange flower water which we never procured nor desired though afterwards it caused great devotion in us and we rejoiced that the feast was observed with such solemnity and that the streets were so well adorned that the music also was so good and so many wind instruments were used that the holy prior of the carthusians told me that he had never before seen such a solemn ceremony in seville so that it evidently appeared to be the work of god he walked in the procession which he was not accustomed to do and the archbishop placed the most blessed sacrament in the chapel thus you see daughters how the poor discalced nuns were honored by every one and a short time before it seemed as if they could not obtain a drop of water though there was abundance in the river great was the number of people who came to the chapel a remarkable thing happened according to the report of all who witnessed it as there were many discharges of artillery and fireworks after the procession was over they wished to have more though it was almost night it happened i know not how that some of the powder caught fire and the wonder of all was that he who kept it was not killed but a great flame rose to the top of the cloisters and the arches being adorned with pieces of tapestry every one imagined they would be burnt to ashes but little or no damage was done the tapestry was crimson and yellow but what caused the wonder was that the stones under the arches of the tapestry were black with smoke while the tapestry above was not the least injured as if the fire had not come near it 
all were astonished to witness this wonderful event and the nuns praised our lord because they had no money to purchase any more tapestry the devil was so enraged at this solemnity which had been performed that he desired to revenge himself in some way but our lord would not give him the opportunity may he be blessed for ever and ever amen End of chapter 24